When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Well, let's move forward here because we have the coach of the moment online for us now. It's a great pleasure to have Scott Roth join us. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, guys. Uh, firstly, did you get a wink of sleep? I slept like a baby. Oh, I go, teach. I go, I got back to the back to the uh, hotel and went to bed. I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, yeah, too stressed about too much at this point in my life, and um, enjoy the moment. Had a beer or two with the guys and went upstairs and went to bed. Can you believe what's unfolded last night? Um, I, I was lucky enough to interview at the end of the game the other day, Josh Majette and Jared Weeks, and that steely resolve after the, yep. the win against Melbourne in Game 2 was so evident, and there was no question in their minds that we th- we're going to win. We're going to go, we're going to Melbourne, we're going to win this and make a grand final. That seems to be the mindset from all yourself and all your players the whole way through. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, we have put in a tremendous amount of work, obviously, in our our strength of this group is the group and um, everyone gets to play and everyone's impactful at different times during the course of the game. And um, it showed up again uh, last night. We felt like um, if we could keep the game where we needed to have it in the fourth quarter that of late, we've been winning those fourth quarters and um, our effort and relentlessness was um, showcased again of just how tough these guys are. And um, as I said before, you know, we were very lucky to, to beat the defending champions and Dean Vickerman's just a heck of a coach and they got great players over there. And uh, it was a shame that Chris couldn't play in that game, but the opportunity presented itself for us to go through and uh, we're better for it for playing them and um, we're on to the grand finals. Can I ask you to take you back to the end of game one? And it was, a look, a disappointing result. You hung in there at half time and Perhaps the margin even looked to be a little flattering. And, and look, it could have blown out to 25 points. You kept it within 11. There was a significant mindset change from the outside looking in from game one to game two, which you got right back to basics. And that defensive attitude from the first second of game two, everything flipped again. Is that how, is that, was that a massive focus from game one to game two? I mean, it was a, it was a big focus. Uh, you know, we, had, we held them to 74 points, I believe. <laughs> Uh, in game one so our defense was on point for the most part but they just outscrapped us and outworked us and that's not kind of been our our thing that we hang our hat on and being relentless on the glass and being physical and getting after people and they seemed to get every 50 50 ball and every offensive rebound they needed and uh, going into game two um, it was hugely important for us to get back to doing those little things that we have been doing well uh, on this run to finish out the season The impact so on the match. I'm sure, sure, go, no, go sure the cigar and wine was sweet last night. Um, we're going to hear a lot about Josh Adams and, and his performance this week. But can you talk to us a little bit about the unsung heroes, Chris Levich, Bairstow, 
and even to a lesser extent McVeigh and the role that they've been playing. Well, like I said, the, the strength of the, uh, this team is its, its entirety, and um, it seems like someone's just not quite on point. Someone seems to step in, and, you know, I think, uh, again, um, everyone had written this team off early on and on paper said that they would finish 10th and so on and so forth, but um, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. And I saw character guys, culture guys, winners uh, that would fit a role, and that's what they've come in and done, and and continue to expand their roles and get better at it. And, uh, you know, Jack McVeigh is a perfect example of a guy that probably made the biggest adjustment of all from moving from the three spot to the four. And I had multiple conversations with him before I was convinced that he would be willing to do that to come play for me. And um, everyone's just kind of filling in in their niche and, and working hard. And we just got a lot of um, guys, that, you know, lo- love each other and, and, and find value in each other and, and play hard. No doubt about that. And, and I just, look, you, you talk about the grit and grime, which is absolutely the ethos and everything that you've built the brand on last night. I've got to tell you, though, Scott, some of those clutch shots last night were just from the absolute top shelf, whether it's, we're talking about um, McVeigh's fadeaway with Jack White in his face um, from about 12 feet. We don't, Adams's bucket's one of the biggest buckets I've ever seen, and I'm a massive NBA fan that watches it every day. There was some huge, huge clutch moments. Yeah, I mean, you get into the playoffs, obviously, and everything comes down to, you know, some shot making and, and some luck really at the end of the day and having the right possessions to push it over the top. And sometimes you're successful and sometimes you're not. But I see these guys every day in practice and what they're doing and just try to give them as much freedom and belief to a certain extent of, of being confident in what they're doing and back them. And, and they they stepped up and obviously made some really big plays in game two and game three. and. Um, that's what the playoffs are about, really, is, is, is guys, uh, you know, stepping up at certain times. And uh, I've asked these guys, I don't need anyone to be great. I just need everyone to be good or average. That'll be uh, plenty for us. And just do your role and play within that role and, and just be solid. Scott, Josh Adams was a little bit down in, in game two. He seemed to be having a really aggressive mindset last night. Was that something you talked to him about before the game? Well, I try not to talk to him because he's, he's wound up and ready to go most of the time. So me talking to him is not going to do anything, which more with video with him. And, uh, you know, he hadn't played quite as well as I'm sure he wanted to in game one and two. And there was some frustration here and there. And he got, you know, relatively frustrated in the beginning of, the, of this uh, game three. And uh, our guys rallied around him and kept him calm and got him through uh, uh, some of the difficulties that he thought we're going on the floor and, and he just had a monster second half for us, obviously. And we kept going to him and, um, you know, kudos to him for just, you know, clearing his mind in the second half and um, us relying on him and, and um, him just making obviously big shots and carrying us uh, most of that second half. Do you embrace the Cinderella story element of all this, Scott? I mean, how do you look at it? <laughs> well, I mean, it is, it is obviously an incredible story, and I think it's an incredible story for Tasmania and all the young kids uh, there to rally around basketball and bring it back to the state, and I think it's been hugely impactful. And obviously there's a Cinderella uh, component to it, but um, we had belief from day one about what we could do, and I'm not sure everyone saw that. And uh, we just started doing it week by week and seeing where it would end up when the uh, yeah, there is obviously a little bit of a fairy tale to it, but um, this is actually real life, and it's it's happening before our eyes. And 
um, the guys are just um, locked in and focused on, you know, the next thing. Can I just uh, – look, I feel like we could go through all the players and talk about everyone because it's such a collective yeah. effort. Um, Mikhail McIntosh, you look at the stat yep. sheet, he's only had five points in the league, 14 minutes. He's sat on four fouls for so long. His yep. offensive rebounding, crashing the boards at six foot five and a half in that last quarter, that was from the top shelf. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I said this morning in another interview, you know, obviously a lot of people were having uh, mostly media and I guess some fans wanting his bag pass, bags to be packed and move on. And my whole mindset was that he needs some time. Um, I'm pushing him as hard as I can. It sent a horrible message for culture of what we've been building here to send a player off in the first three or four months. And we got to back him and trust him. And um, uh, probably early in the season, he could have made those multiple effort plays that he did last night and throughout the last couple of weeks. And he continued to get better. And, and, you know, one thing that's great about Mikhail is he doesn't care about starting. He doesn't care about too much other than the team. And that's hard to find when you get uh, imports that come in that sometimes think it's about them more than it is about the team. And, and he just buys in everything we're doing and continues to get better. And, and we back him. We're talking with Scott Roth, the coach of the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. One last question from us, Scott. We, yep. we, we will sure. let you go. Um, what happens now, mate? How do you prepare for the Kings? Well, I'm going to have a cigar today and when I get back to Hobart <laughs> and chill out and watch some TV and watch International House Hunters at 7 o'clock when it comes on in Hobart and sit on my couch and breathe. And um, we'll get to them on Wednesday and we'll start to regroup and, and focus on them. But right now, um, we're all just going to enjoy the last uh, 36 hours here and, and uh, we'll rally again on Wednesday and get ourselves back to work. Scotty Roth, from everybody in Tasmania, congratulations, mate. And I guess you would be the mindset now, the job's not done. Absolutely. We're not satisfied and uh, there's still work ahead of us and our guys are ready. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate you guys. Thank you.